We are I. I get a lot of people, you know, like ask me questions about supplement stores and health food stores and you know like what's the best thing to take what am I taking you know like what is everybody else gonna be taking what works you know but I just have a real problem you know like with with supplement stores now like I used to be a big proponent of supplements I used to encourage people to take them you know like I took them myself you know I know lots of people who own supplement stores and you know like it was just like it was a part of the industry you know if you weren't on a pre-workout you know you were crazy. If you were on then a post workout, you were even crazier. Then they came out with like, you know, like, you know, like in the middle, like intro workout supplements. And it's like, man, you got to take your supplement before you got to take your supplement during then you got to take your supplement after then you need your protein powder. Like, then you need this, that and it just it was this overwhelming effect. And, you know, it's like, I started kind of leveraging the opinion that, you know, like, why like we the humans have had performance forever. Like humans didn't just all of a sudden evolve into like this performance tool and like pushing the bar and we push the bar a little bit more now, but like you, you can't honestly tell me and you can't honestly say that, you know, like human beings even 50 years ago or, you know, 75 years ago before supplements even really started becoming mainstream that it was even relevant, you know, like, like what made those athletes athletes? Like, you know, like what made arenas arenas? Like, you know, tell me these gladiators that, you know, were, you know, fighting in Greece that would just make, you know, the man of today just not even worthy of stepping in there. You know, like, you know, think of how many guys could even step into an arena like that in today's time and be like, whoa, just wait, bro, before you, you saddle up your sword, I got to take this pre-workout to be able to get my performance. So, you know, like it's, it's just a joke. So, you know, like, what really makes that different? You know, like, I know a lot of people would take pre-workouts. I would take nothing, and, like, I can out-train them. I'm stronger than them. I have more performance than them. So, like, what's the difference? Like, is the best supplement all of all just heart and, like, will, determination? You know, it's like, I know a lot of people who take supplements that, you know, it's like, man, you pump yourself with all of that kind of junk, and... Like, you're really not even training that hard. Like, it doesn't all of a sudden, like, you don't take that and all of a sudden you're green and you're a beast and ripping off your shirt because you turn into the Hulk. You know, you don't, like, down a can of spinach and turn into Popeye and you just jacked up. You know, you don't turn into the beast, you know, from, like, the X-Men series. Like, you don't. Because at the end of the day, you can jack yourself up with all that garbage. And, like, you still have to have the will and the want to be able to, like, do something when you're there. You know, and especially when it comes to like all these pre-workout supplements and all that kind of stuff where, you know, like, you know, more likely than not because of all the sugar and the maltodextrin and everything, it just makes people run to the bathroom. You know, like if you want performance, had to be able to poo faster, then there you go. You got it. You know, but when it comes to like actually training to the gym and, you know, people equate like a good supplement with maybe getting a better pump. But, you know, just because you pack more blood in the muscle doesn't mean that that makes it better. You know, it's like I challenge people all the time. Like, you pack more blood into your muscle, and you're just like, oh, I'm so jacked up, bro. You know, I've got this big pump on. I feel good. You know, I can walk around with my chest puffed up, and yeah, I got this. You know, but if you don't even have good quality nutrient value in that blood, 
Like, what's the point then on top of there's no point in having puffed up muscles for an hour or two anyway? But then what's the point of packing that blood in there if you've given your body no tools or resources to use once it's there? So that's my opinion on supplement stores and how, like, I really shift people away from them. And if you look at a lot of the good supplement stores now, they're not truly just supplement stores anyway or anymore. They're turning into more, like, health food stores that offer some supplements. You know, kind of like what health food stores have always been. You know, so then that gets me into like health food stores where it's like when you walk in there, you know, I respect them a lot more. So there's a lot of like individual products. Like, you know, you're lacking something individually. So you're seeking out that individual thing, you know, like I want some more like vitamin K or vitamin, you know, B6, you know, some folic acid, you know, like some, some an iron supplement, you know, some beet juice, you know, like something you're seeking out an individual product. Like typically you're not going there to get like 80 different products all in one jar, one can that you can't even understand or comprehend or for the most part even Google what they are anyway. You know, like there's very rarely, rarely some, you know, trademarked proprietary blend and it's just like iron. That's it. You know, like so simple. But, you know, even on top of that, you know, like I look at people walking into like like these health food stores and when I'm talking to people about it, I'm like, okay, there's only two people who really should be setting it of setting foot into like a health food store. You know, people who are trying to manage a pre-existing disease, you know, and people seeking out human optimization. Because what is the point of even walking into like a health food store just to be able to buy some singular products? If you're not even really eating that healthy anyway, you know, like we get a lot of everything we need simply just from the food that we choose to be able to eat, you know, so like before we even take it that far, before it becomes because we have this program in our mind that like there's got to be this pill that I can take, you know, why not come always back, come full circle back around something that we talk about on We Are I all the time, come back around you know, to like where it comes to just choose to be able to put better food in your body. You know, because I was having this conversation with a friend of mine, you know, and we were talking about like turmeric and like the anti-inflammatory properties of like turmeric. And, you know, like that conversation, you know, kind of started like she was amazed about how like she's got this inflammation in her body. And she's like, okay, well, you know, if I take a couple of these turmeric pills, like in my elbow, my shoulder feel better, you know, like my, like my, like I notice a difference. It's like taking Tylenol. She's outstanding by it. And I'm like, this is the thing, you know, like people need to go through those experiences like that to be able to understand the benefit of taking natural products, you know, like, and more along the lines, just eating food or spices or herbs, things that are out there already, you know, but then she's like, you know, I paid so much for it. You know, I can't remember what the dollar value is now, but like, we all know it's probably something absurd, you know, from like health food store, probably like 50 bucks for like a bottle of maybe, you know, 60, you know, V caps of turmeric. You know, but like that turmeric is no different than like the the five dollar packet of like turmeric that you'd get in the spice section. You know, go buy that. You know, cut the cost down. You know, but more importantly, on top of that, if you go find some fresh turmeric root, not only is the bioavailability of the nutrients going to be a lot higher, like the curcumin that you really want out of the turmeric anyway, but you're probably just gonna have to take less. You know, it'll taste better because it's fresh. It's a root. You know, it hasn't been who knows when, like, you know, it was dried out last or, you know, like when it was packaged or the process, process it went through. Just go get the turmeric root. You know, but then I took it one step further for her and I was like, okay, well, like, look, you know, like, yes, turmeric's anti-inflammatory, you know, but this is the problem with, like, marketing and, you know, like, you know, 
states and provinces and countries being in like impoverished situations where they need to do like statewide or province-wide or countrywide marketing is because then they have something they can grow there and then they market it as like this next best thing you know so take for an example like you know almonds almonds became big on the scene you know and why you know, so they were easy to be able to grow in, you know, certain states. I think it was like California that could pump almonds out because, like, their crops were going down. They needed another economic resource. So all of a sudden, like, almonds became big. You know, you've seen it with, like, Florida and oranges and, you know, like, all this different kind of stuff like that. Like, they're, they're marketing schemes. But if you really look at it, like, there is no superfood. There's no one singular superfood. The superfood is just natural food. You know, because... Do you know that yams are anti-inflammatory? Do you know that bitter melon is anti-inflammatory? Do you know like all of these products, like if you just had them, if you ate them on a regular basis and had those anti-inflammatory markers floating around in your bloodstream, you'd be that further ahead when inflammation comes. But you'd be surprised about like how sometimes you like most of the time you're not even gonna feel the inflammation that may have normally been there, you know, but you're not gonna feel it now because you already have that quote-unquote Tylenol flowing around in your system. The benefit of this is, is you're not going to get the massive inflammation, you know, in your gut and your intestines from taking the crap like Tylenol and Advil and all that kind of stuff because you already have all of these resources there and ready for your disposal. You know, so why wouldn't you do that? Again, it's just this another selling case to be able to eat healthy. You know, because again, these people walking into a health food store and health food store like, I, I'm all for it. You know, but don't put the cart before the horse. You know, just choose to eat better. And it's not eating better for like a week. And, you know, like when I talk to people, they're just like, man, I ate healthy today. And, you know, like I didn't feel that much better. And I'm like, really? You ate healthy today? And like, what was that healthy? You, you ate a bran muffin instead of what, a donut? Typical scenario that I walk through in a day. You know, some people are a little bit further down the road than that, but that's like the narrative. It's like, no, you are not really eating that healthy. But, and again, even if you ate like a, like a quinoa salad with goat cheese and avocado and, you know, like five different kinds of leafy greens, like something that you could sell me that was actually healthy and beneficial for you, you can't do it for a day. You know, you can't run for a day and then, you know, run a sub four hour marathon. You know, you can't you know, throw one dart and get a bullseye every time, you know, but this becomes our goal of expectation, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, like this, like in a few weeks, I will be 36, this has been a constant conditioning process over that time, you know, I grew up, you know, on a farm in southern Alberta, and we, we ate, we hunted, we fished, we foraged, you know, like, we got the resources we needed from different farmers and, you know, different colonies around us because that is what we did. This food was fresh. You know, we had massive gardens. We canned. We pickled. We made jams. We made our own pasta. We made our own breads. We had two big deep freezes that were stocked. And everybody in my family was like that. You know, and it all comes back down to, like, you know, we just refuse to do any of that kind of stuff anymore. But why? It was why spend, like, $40 or $50 on a, a thing in turmeric because you hear it as popular and it's this buzzword that's floating around in your mind and on the internet and these emails and your friends are talking about it. When even that, you could trickle down just to the fresh turmeric root that you can get from the grocery store or well, most grocery stores anyway. But on top of that, you know, like why not just try some like different foods? You know, make yourself some Indian food that naturally has turmeric in it. 
You know, like there's all these different options, but again, we just, we refuse to. You know, but then we say like, you know, like, why does it need to be so hard? And, you know, I used to validate these people's excuses and my own excuses all the time. But it's only hard because we're constantly searching for a system that's different than the thing that's already naturally there and is easy. You know, because this easy system is just like when you're already going to the grocery store, you don't have to go to a different grocery store. You're already going there anyway. You just have to walk down a different aisle or more importantly, probably just not even walk down the aisles in general. You know, you're not really doing anything different. You might Google a recipe already anyway. Just Google a slightly different one. You know, we're doing all these things. We're like, you know, it's it's not that hard. You know, but I used to think it is like everybody, including myself, sold me that this is so hard. Like, why is it so hard these days? But like, it's not. It's the it's the choices we've made. We've cognitively conditioned ourselves to make it hard when it's actually not. Because we could very easily cognitively condition ourselves into be thinking that it's easy. You know, and this is back to my born. They're like, you know, Blake, you know, like this seems so easy for you. And it's just like, well, it might be easy now, but it hasn't always been. You know, like, I want to, like, when I left my house this morning, like, I don't know, 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, and I'm looking, I'm like, what am I going to grab? And immediately I'm like, okay, I got my beet juice here. You know, I got my complex of, like, six or seven different kinds of mushrooms. I got my straight lion's mane, and I got my fish eggs. And I downed that. Oh, and I got these new, um, um... I don't know, like testosterone boosters and stuff that a couple of us guys are like trying just to see how much it affects our workouts. Bad that, pounded that back, grabbed myself like four mini cucumbers, two carrots, an apple and an orange, and packed that in my bag, popped my pills back, all that kind of stuff, down to half a cup of coffee, grabbed a huge massive tablespoon of peanut butter and a massive tablespoon of coconut oil, down that back a glass of water, and I was out the door. You know, because again... It's like I look at all these things that they're just going to make my day exponentially better. But I also know as I'm doing these things and I'm explaining this to people, they're like, like I'm just not willing to do that. And it's like, but you are willing to bitch about it all the time. But why? Like, why? Like, I am no different than anybody else. I just make slightly different choices. I keep nudging my ship a little bit more in the direction of like optimal health and optimal performance because I love that. Like I'm addicted to feeling good. I am addicted to performance. I am addicted to loving my life. But I just got back from London and I know what even living like three or four days of the complete opposite of that is, it just crushed my body. And I guess started to feel it in the way that I was thinking and processing information and like you know, like how I would normally have like extremely clear, articulated conversations where I was 10 steps ahead in the conversation, you know, before, but now I'm like, I'm foggy and I'm lethargic and I'm, I'm taking time to be able to think of words. I'm like, you know, even though it came down to recording the podcast when I was in London, I'm like, why am I having such a tough time? I'm in an amazing place experiencing amazing things. And I'm having a tough time trying to figure out like where my inspiration is coming from. Like what is, what's talking to me on the inside? And I'm like, when I realize these things, they scare me. And they scare me in the fact that, like, you know, we are all living like this. And we, because in Western culture, think that we are living like this. Everybody else is living life like this too, but they're not. Like, we here are choosing to live like that. We here think that it's normal. 
you know, but when it comes to the propaganda and the marketing that we are fed, like what we should be eating and what should be making us healthy, like it is, it is absurd. You know, because when it comes down to like, these are just, these are just choices. We could stay away from the supplement store. We could stay away from the health food store. We could stay away from the doctor 90% of the time if we just chose to be able to eat healthy. So again, it doesn't come back to the reason like why and what product you should be taking and, you know, like what you really should be seeking out. It's like, you know, come back around, you know, bring it back around. You know, like I went yesterday and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get some cactus. I'm going to get some bitter melon. I'm going to get some okra. You know, I'm going to make up a stir fry with like these awesome things. You know, it's like, it's choices like that. You know, most people are probably going to make a stir fry anyway, where you grab like your bell peppers and, you know, like you, you know, maybe some carrots or something like that. And, you know, you saute them up and you're like, there's nothing wrong. You know, flood that pan with some avocado oil, all the power to you, go nuts. You know, but do people even know like, you know, like how great okra tastes or like how good bitter melon can be? You know, or like more importantly, how sweet cactus is. You know, but we just got to step outside of our box a little bit and realize that, you know, like we have like an abundant amount of resources to be able to not only like feel good because I don't even look at it anymore as the way that I eat is being abnormal. Like I look at it like the way that I eat is just is such a fuel of being able to like feel fantastic. Like it is noticeable and everybody knows that whenever you've gone through that little stint of just when your diet is just dialed right in and you know it's clicking along and you know that you're feeling good, like the byproduct of that is fantastic. So if you take that and you take how good you feel and you know that you can achieve that and if you haven't achieved that before, just give it a try. But it's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a week. It might take two or three weeks, but just keep plugging away. Just keep nudging your ship every day. Be like, I'm going to nudge my ship in the right direction because I know that this is the right direction. i got to believe it because it is. Everybody keeps hearing it. I see it everywhere. It's on TV. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's on Snapchat. It's on podcasts. It's on all these internet searches and Google ads that pop up. Like eating healthy, like it's here to stay. We've, as human beings, have lived like this. We have survived like this, and we have evolved to be able to get to who we are today because of these things, because of the foods that we have ate, not the supplements we've taken, not the supplement stores that have been available, not the health food stores that are there. We have evolved into the people that we are today because simply the food that we've decided to eat that's a byproduct of earth that we stand on. You know, and these are the things that we need to come back to because if you look on it, like, you know, even we've talked about this before about how like dandelions, we all pull them out and throw them in the food waste bin to be create some biofuel. You know, but how many of you guys have decided to even try dandelions since we've started talking about it? And that's on your grass and we throw it away and consider it to be garbage. But there's so many tremendous health benefits from eating dandelion. But again, it's just coming outside the box. We've got to take the blinders off. You know, like look at all these cultures that have just survived for thousands and thousands of years, you know, that we know conceptually when we look out of like our foggy window, our opaque glass, and we just, we know like these people are healthy, you know, but like we got to get back to it and, and we're coming, you know, and as much as you may not want to believe it, it may not buy into it. You know, like it's coming. The force is coming. The community is coming. The warriors are standing. They're there. 
you know, because everybody is willing to be able to start pushing that agenda forward now. It's not just me. Like, I, again, I've talked about it many times before. I'm used to being that crazy guy with the absurd ideas, the guy that doesn't want to eat sugar, this, that, and the next thing. But you know what? After like a decade of fielding that criticism, I can stand on my own two feet and finally say like, look, like I'm not the only one. And I think podcasts have been amazing for that because it's given so many people a singular unified voice saying like, look, this is what we need to go back to. This is what it needs to be. You know, and like even like when people start talking to me about like the 80-20 rule and you need balance and all that kind of stuff, it's like, sure. You know, but like the 20 doesn't need to be like an extra large double cheese pepperoni and bacon and, you know, pizza with a glass of milk and ice cream for dessert. And then, you know, maybe a couple beers later on. Like it is just for your body to recover from like that singular experience. Like that can take you weeks. That can take you weeks of the damage that you've done to your body. Because, you know, we did not evolve into the amazing creatures that we are today by eating pizza and by eating all this crap and processed and packaged foods we haven't. And, you know, and it's one of these things like, you know, mark my words, I've told everybody that, you know, how bad sugar is, what it's doing to our bodies, how it's all these, creating all these health problems for us for years and nobody wanted to believe it. And now countries are passing laws to ban sugar and dramatically reduce it and tax it to be able to you know get sugar out of citizens diets it's here you know we've made it illegal for trans fats to be in foods it is here you know like processed foods and heavily processed foods especially are going to be next so just because i might and all the people like me might be slightly ahead of the curve you know join in because you know and then you don't need to go to the supplement store and you don't need to go to the health food store. You only need to go to the outside of the grocery store aisle. Or you only need to go to a farmer's market. That's it. It can be that easy. Because again, like we're doing all these things anyway. You're already going there. We just talked about this about 10 minutes ago. Like you're already going to the grocery store. Just make slightly different choices when you get there. You're already Googling the recipes. Google slightly different ones. Challenge yourself to be able to try another culture's food that's outside of like a Western diet. Again, you know, like we can look at Indian food again. Like we know there's no denying like how beneficial taking turmeric is. And Indian people have been putting turmeric in their food for decades and centuries and and. Since time, like they've traded it. Countries have invaded other countries to be able to get to places like India or trade with them for hundreds, if not thousands of years because they've understood, you know, maybe it's just a taste thing back then. You know, but like, look, it's been in their food for that long. You know, like try different vegetables. Try some, like I said, some cactus or some okra, some, some bitter melon or some Chinese okra, or some eggplant, or like there's benefit from all of these things. Just throw the variety in there. You know, because again, like the challenge can be really easy, or the challenge can be extremely hard. The only person who can make the choice of how easy it's going to be or not is you. So are you willing to step up to your own plate? Are you willing to be able to make yourself healthier, to be able to say, hey, even cutting down like the impact on life of even trying to search out all these things to feel better? All you have to do is just eat better, and that choice is yours. And are you willing to be able to make that choice? But I know 
that you have the power to do it if you really want to.